0: to a court of books and booze i am skylar and with me as always my two lovely co-hosts amanda and jessica
1: hello Burr. i'm so cold guys i am like <laughs> shaking i'm sorry i'm gonna ruin all the audio with your shaking yeah can like i like, well, feel like i'm hitting the chords because ah. it's like right against my blanket it's Like, are your teeth chattering that <laughs> audibly it was, it was like that today we're not even joking <laughs>
0: it's alright with uh don't let her stay there was like a seven minute stint where you could just hear me breathing in the mic <laughs> so I had to cut all that out
1: that's okay love that this book was just so bone chilling I just
2: <laughs> you're quaking in your bones yeah <laughs> I got so You're scared. Soft baby bones.
1: I got so scared. Cause it's Booktober. Booktober. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, everybody, make sure to go check out the Facebook page. Jess uh, changed the profile pic for the month. It's a love it spooky little ghost.
2: I mean, we're almost we're almost through the month, but hey, Halloween's coming up.
1: I love it. What are you going to be for Halloween?
0: The scariest thing in town. Myself.
2: (laughs) Hopefully not as cold as last year. Yeah. Last year Halloween was cold rain.
1: I remember that, yeah. Did you guys go anywhere? All around
2: town. Did you? On the golf cart.
0: It was like straight downpour for two hours last year during Halloween too.
2: We came home and not, not even exaggerating, had to dump the candy buckets out and on two towels because there was so much water in them.
1: Oh, fun! Yeah. So things to do for your kids. Ideally, that won't be the case this year. Yeah. Where are the kids going as? <laughs>
2: One of them will be (laughs) Rapunzel, and the other will be Naruto. Guess which is which. I was going to (laughs) say, can we play that game?
1: (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So cute.
0: That boy, he comes downstairs every day when we turn off his TV. You guys will never guess what's going on now. They're fighting, blah, blah, blah. This is the
2: proudest I have ever been as a parent.
1: (laughs) I know. I need to get back into watching Demon Slayer with him. Oh, yeah. Once soccer slows down, yeah. Absolutely. He'll be all about it. Look at him. Making us all proud. Being (laughs) a little weeb. Raising weebs (laughs) over here.
2: (laughs) Well, and it was... Because this is the... The 20th? So it was just last week that we took over the Call Guys with anime.
0: Yeah. She beat me to it. That's where I was going next. Oh, Mm -hmm. go for it. Me and Jess have taken the first two episodes of The Court Takes Over, the Call Guys. And we've talked about anime movies and anime series. So make sure to... Check out the Call Guys podcast.
1: Go in a different direction with the nerdy. I love it. I love it.
2: The takeover. The takeover. Yeah.
1: It was only a matter of time before anime got on that podcast.
0: They've been asking me to do it for, you know, a year and a half.
1: Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah. Get the weebs involved. Do it.
0: Well, and I mean, anime is so... I, I want to say mainstream now. You know, oh, so many people mm-hmm. watch it, and it's not like it was ten or fifteen years ago oh, where no.
2: you were ostracized for it. <laughs> I was. <laughs> yeah, I get it.
0: Same with Dungeons and Dragons. When I, I started it. playing that, people were like, "What's your problem?" Well, you fucking fun.
1: nerd. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to this podcast. This is like years ago. It's honestly, actually, like Nick's. Smosh YouTube channel, so they did a podcast for a while. They just recently rebooted, and it's a little bit different now. Things they talk about, but they had done this podcast years past, and there was an episode where they were talking about it was like all the guys, and they were just like talking about things that they're into, and they're all really into anime, and they were talking about um one of the guys on there, he's he's like their sports guy, right, like a big football fan. And all this stuff. And he compared anime to sports movies. Because he's like, it's like the closest thing to a sports movie. Because it's never like, oh, like, you know, you're just born to do this. It's like, no, like, if you, you know, train and you build up the power and control in most of the animes, then you could do these things and be this great. Why are you laughing?
2: That's just so funny of a comparison. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can see it, but like.
1: Yeah, because it's not just like, oh yeah, like this is just who you are. (laughs) So yeah, he compared it to to sports movies. What a time.
0: Yeah. My favorite was when somebody online compared fantasy football to role playing games. Mm. They're like, you know Yes. Oh
2: my gosh. You're
0: building your team and then you're taking them into battle every week and it's like It's just a football RPG. Yep.
1: Are you a fantasy football
0: guy? No, I've never played. Yeah,
1: me either. You either,
2: Jess? (laughs) Uh, I mean, to be honest, I had somebody ask this year if I wanted to join a fantasy football league to um, uh, pick my roster. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, Just based on knowing nothing. Yeah. And I was all for it. I haven't gotten any information on it, so I don't know if we're actually doing it. She told me this, but, but I was, I was like, so I was so excited. I'm like, "Let's go!" I have about this much information on the football, so <laughs> so I feel like this would be incredible.
0: I told her to draft Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, I, okay. Please don't do
2: that. Can I? I found I saw something today. It it's gonna take me a minute to find, but I. You know, based on you just saying that, I need to repeat what I found.
1: You're terrible. <laughs> I you thought it was don't really Don't lead funny. her astray.
0: She's, she trying, me, something oh, she's trying something new. Oh, I know better. She's trying
1: something new.
0: She looked at me and she's like, isn't he out for the season? I was like, yeah, I he's, know he's done. But
1: you know what? She wouldn't have known that if you hadn't shown her that nasty video.
0: That's true. You well, she probably knows.
1: I, I, I'd like to give myself a little credit.
0: Let's be real. The only reason I've bought into the NFL this year is because T-Swift is hooking up with T-Kelsey. I'm so over that, honestly.
2: So what I saw today was an image that somebody's tweet or whatever you call Twitter now. It says, hey, NBC, enough already with all the shots of the attention-seeking diva who doesn't even play football. Yeah. No
1: more Aaron Rodgers. I (laughs) Taylor Swift. I saw that, yeah. That's so funny. That cracked me out, man. I'm just so. I'm over. I'm over all that hype. I'm over it being all over my feed. No one was talking about how Anthony from the Fab Five was also at that game that she was at. No one's talking about that. But I saw him in the pictures, right in the background. My sweet baby Anthony, right there. And when Donna flew. <laughs> <laughs> to the other game that same day Jake from State Farm Jake from State Farm is there no one's talking about that oh, except just are.
0: throwing it into a meme oh that's not true you guys don't listen to New Heights they talked about it pretty heavily on who, there
2: who's the other Kelsey is it Jake? Jason Jason I was close yeah yes they're, they're like oh I guess the tea
1: right now is Jason Kelsey's dating Jake <laughs> from State Farm because his mama seriously so <laughs> so funny <laughs> Right next to her, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. It's he's looks new. hideous. He's new Jake from State Farm. You remember OG Jake yeah. from State Farm? What a time! OG Jake. What are you wearing? Jackies. Khakis. <laughs> well, he's a guy, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's uh, it's good for the NFL. And that's, that's kind of the mentality I'm taking in to it.
2: <laughs> Especially with the NFL playing all into it, too. Right. I mean, new, new people hyping on things, regardless of the information they know of it, is still good. I mean, it gets them a little bit of interest into something they not, didn't necessarily have any interest in before.
1: But I don't think it's the and NFL. I think it's just the Chiefs. Good for the Chiefs. It's not I mean, it's not bad. I'm over it. Honestly, I could care less that Taylor Swift is going to every single Chiefs game. No one cares. I don't care. The Swifties care. Yeah, and
2: that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's not necessarily anything exciting or new for the people that are already into it, but the people that aren't.
1: I don't think they care about football. I think they care about Taylor Swift. Well and let's I don't talk, think they're going to watch like football games. Let's
0: talk about the real controversy in that is the refing in the NFL this year has been absolutely fucking atrocious. There's what been...
2: is this? Indiana chiefs fan podcast. It's, it's on.
1: <laughs> yeah. There've been so, so many issues and stories and complaints about all of the terrible calls that have been being made.
0: I was watching the Seattle game on Monday night. <laughs> We're traveling to the past in the wayback machine. Um, <laughs> um And it was just like it was uh personal foul after personal foul. And I looked at Jess, I was like, Can we just play the fucking game already? This is getting ridiculous. Soft.
2: I think you went a little Canadian there. Just play the fucking game already.
0: <laughs> no way. Yeah, I'm just Fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over the refing in the NFL. This wish weird. It's weird. Congratulations, though. Your Bears finally won a game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what can you do? It's okay. We got the zero off of...
0: It's fine. I don't... That doesn't make them the worst team in the NFL anymore. I think that's the Vikings.
1: <laughs> Dude... <laughs> feel bad for those guys sometimes (laughs) man anyway we hopped from anime to nfl t swift was thrown in there that was crazy (laughs) well we really are like the call guys huh let's (laughs)
2: talk
0: about whatever (laughs) it's a crazy time to be live
2: (laughs) it's been it's been a while since we we've been here in studio together yeah so got a bit of catching up to do
1: yeah what else is going on your bathroom is almost done, I heard.
2: Bathroom is almost done at this point. It's been a, a while. Mm-hmm. It's been a long while of this, but um, with the help of one of our best friends, we were able to get it done like 95% in a weekend. It's actually good. like half a weekend, too. It's good. Yeah. So we just have... Like, He's awesome. He is. We got the last few little bits, to Finish up to actually make it fully functional.
0: Now if I just get my freaking table, <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll take that up with him.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Well,
2: let's dive.
0: Jess, what you drinking?
2: I have a whiskey sour tonight. Mm. It's pretty tasty. Hitting
0: it heavy, Amanda? Not really.
1: I have a Mountain Dew. That's oh, it. Fancy. We had a game. I have to get up early. Yeah, it's not happening. And I didn't know. A
2: big it, bottle. I didn't know you drank light soda. Nah,
1: eh. I had some, so it's like why not? Why not?
0: I'm drinking caramel apple cider from Misbehavin Meads at a Valpo. Oh.
1: oh, I tried it. So good.
0: It's really good. I wish I had a little more caramel to it, but.
2: Yeah, I really liked it. Next time, get a glass, put some fancy little ice cubes in there, <laughs> a drizzle of caramel, and then pour your drink in. You no. don't get more caramel and the aesthetic.
1: Honestly, I saw this drink on TikTok, and we should have made it for one of our Booktober ones. But so it was like that, um, like edible glitter or whatever that you can put in drinks, like make it sparkly or whatever. Mm-hmm. Melon liquor and Sprite. Melon. We can do that anytime. I was going to say. And then so it was just green and then it like you have a little bit of the foam on top from the Sprite and then just the glitter going everywhere. Ooh, it's so pleasing to the eyes. But yeah. And then you just have the the green melon liquor. Yeah. To make it spooky. I was just
2: telling Skylar earlier that I wish I had thought earlier today to, um, to grab some apple cider because our typical fall drink... We usually have it at like Thanksgiving is apple cider and caramel vodka.
1: Ooh, I don't think I've ever had caramel vodka. It's so good together.
0: I turned our friends Matt and Brandy onto it a few years ago. Oh, yeah. And I get a message every year of a a picture of a giant jug of the stuff.
3: (laughs) I've
2: thought about doing um, apple cider toasted marshmallow vodka and Mm -hmm. caramel syrup instead to get just a little bit more depth in that flavor profile yeah but yeah. i haven't done that yet maybe this year we won't be home for thanksgiving
1: we won't be home for thanksgiving maybe at halloween we'll see i'm sure they have it in japan i'm sure we can find something hot sake <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> which from what i've had is uh much better than cold sake
0: noted still not very
2: good guess that depends on the kind Mm, that's a goal to find one that we like we probably just got the wrong brands (laughs) guess we'll see
0: who knows all right guys well this week we are diving into it looks like us by allison ames
2: all right Yes, so It Looks Like Us was published in September of 2022, so just over a year ago at this point. The page count is 288, so it was a pretty nice, quick read. Trigger warnings include violence, death, murder, body horror, panic attacks, all that fun stuff. Body horror.
1: I like it. Like,
2: mutation of sorts that is... Horrifying. (laughs) (laughs) It's a new phrase that I have come to learn. I like it. I'm sure it's not a new phrase in general, but I think it is the perfect description of this style Mm -hmm. of media. Agreed. So, shy high schooler Riley Kowalski is spending her winter break on a research trip to Antarctica sponsored by one of the world's biggest tech companies, Slade Tech. She joins five student volunteers, a company-approved chaperone, and an impartial scientist to prove that environmental plastic pollution has reached all the way to Antarctica. But what they find is something much worse, something that looks human. The opening of the book begins at the plot's end, with the destruction of the facility and Riley being picked up and questioned by authorities, since no bodies were recovered, as there should have been six of them nelson ilsi luke and daesung along with their chaperone asha and the scientist greta riley begins her story to the authorities for the first day they take samples of the ice which is the assumed plan for the entire week riley has major anxiety and recurring panic attacks which has her ostracized by the kids at school because of this so when she starts to feel like something's wrong with their expedition leader greta she writes it off Quickly, Riley and the others begin seeing a creature around the facility, although no one really takes much notice of this until it begins watching them back. After the spotting of the creature, Greta is sent out to retrieve a shipment coming into the station, one which Asha seems very secretive over. Later that night, Riley hears something and goes to the common room where she sees the door to outside open and Greta standing outside. She thinks she sees something wrong with Greta she thinks she sees something wrong with Greta's face but Luke appears behind Riley and doesn't notice anything different so she writes it off when Greta snaps and tries to kill Riley she can't chalk it up to an overactive imagination anymore the next day Greta goes missing again and this time when she returns Riley can see that there is definitely something wrong with her and she believes that Greta is sick she quickly deteriorates to the point where she also attacks Luke and then gets in injured in the process before going into hiding. Riley, Luke, and the others try to track her down, and Riley has the best luck tracking her through the vents to the disused side of the station, where Riley then sees a strange glowing box, which must have been the one Asha was so secretive over when it was brought in. It's obvious to see that Greta has most likely been possessed in some way by this creature although no one else has made the connection between the two things yet. After watching Greta disintegrate, only to find another student with the same affliction, Riley realizes they haven't just been infected, they've been mutated with something that can change its shape. And if the group isn't careful, that something could quickly replace any of them. This book was, like, quick into action.
1: Yeah, it was.
2: Like, we, we had... You know, that, that beginning little bit that's kind of like something obviously major went on. And then we start her story and we get, you know, they set the scene. We we get the why she's there and, uh, you know, all the other people's little itty-bitty backgrounds. And, you know, the basics for what they're in Antarctica to do as volunteers for this major corporation. But, like we're less than a quarter of the way through this book when it's like, bam, we we got people's f- faces sliding and their bones doing weird things, <laughs> and what the heck is going on?
1: Yeah, it was definitely, I, I mean, I'm not used to having something like this, like high action happen so quickly, because it is a shorter book, so... <sighs> I think that that was definitely a surprise. I mean, you're in chapter five and like she's like flipping over her neck's going down to her knees and (laughs) all these things. You're you're welcome for that. Was this easy for you guys to picture? No.
2: I had to reread passages of the grotesque description of the body morphing to figure it out in my brain how the physics were working for this
1: and that might be the thing is their physics don't exist yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but i think that like so i would i would reread the section to get added details like the things that i missed i didn't mind the description actually i thought it was pretty pretty visual when it comes to like the whole sci-fi theme of it Mm -hmm. um it was brutal though it was gruesome and they did not did not hold back at all and nope.
0: that's one of the things that we'd talked about before we started recording. Me and Jess specifically was the fact that the the body horror descriptions in this book are actually, I mean, they're unsettling, but they're they're solid. They're solid. I mean, she did she did a fantastic mm-hmm. job.
2: That's a perfect description, right? Like, realistically unsettling. Yeah, <laughs> like you you could get it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, like I could definitely get the description of what she was going for. I just had to read it a few times because like my brain trying to build that image. I'm definitely a reader that like, I have an image, a a picture, a movie playing in my head while I read. Mm -hmm. And so like, I had to reread these like gross (laughs) body horror things going on just to get my picture in my brain.
0: My big problem Is when she's describing their knees and they're like, her knee, their knees look like dog's knees. I'm like, no, ew, gross. That's not, no, I can, I can deal with snouts and skin melting, but the second you talk about somebody's knees bent backwards, I'm done. I'm good.
2: When, when it's mentioned about the bones moving underneath the skin and like, um, like it seems like things are crawling underneath the skin. All I could picture was is it the mummy when the locusts go underneath the, the scarves, skin? Yeah er, yeah, 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 and that's all I could picture and I'm like, Ugh. oh yeah, Were okay they just... so
1: and then to me, I was imagining the faculty. Remember that old 90s movie? No, so it's like this like like these little like alien little parasite things that like, go like in worms or... yeah. And then they attach to the nervous system of the host. And so there's this scene where there's multiple of them and they're just crawling up like the skin of the face. It's a good movie. You should watch it. Yeah. Highly recommend. Good to know. It's a really good movie. But yeah.
2: I love being able to do this and read like this as we do because you can get just such different perspectives over the same exact thing. Yeah. I love it. That makes
1: this so much better the knee thing was gross though
0: yeah it's just to me that was probably the most unsettling thing was just
1: well and it just goes from there I mm-hmm. mean they're all, all, the, all the different joints depending on the person yeah that was probably one of the most milder things too and we're like no the knees the knees, <laughs> you, got, the
3: knees.
2: you got Mrs. Incredible last arms <laughs> going <laughs> on at some point you got, you got a whole human turning into a spider
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that was something. Yeah. Um. Just so everybody knows this this book is a retelling of the 1982 movie The Thing. It's the it's the same concept.
1: Is it actually a retelling? I,
0: from what I understand, it is a retelling. Yeah, um, it's like
1: a different perspective of the story right. from yeah what
0: I what I
1: understand. I've never seen The Thing. I'm not familiar with it. I, it's, I don't know. It's either.
0: essentially it's it has. It's,
1: I was telling Nick about it, and he was like, oh, that sounds like that movie. Right. And he looked it up, and I was like, Mom,
0: I've never seen it. Um, there are a lot of simu- sim- similarities. Uh, the monsters are different. The monster in the thing, I believe, is an alien. It's only capable of infecting one host at a time, if I remember right. It's been years since I've seen it.
1: but mm. You said like in the 80s?
0: 1982 was when the original released and then they remade it and it's
1: only an hour and 50 minutes long
0: 2011 i think yeah you're right i never saw the remake isn't
1: that so funny when we're just like oh the movie's only an hour and fifty minutes because most movies nowadays are like two and a half to three hours yeah
2: like oh that's short i don't mind an under two hour movie to
1: be honest well it's funny because nick and i have been watching a lot of like older halloween movies and stuff and like fall movies and they're all like an hour and twenty eight minutes. An hour and thirty six minutes. It's like, man, it's like no time has passed. It was a quick little watch.
2: Yeah, I think that's. I mean, other I, than the the content, I think that's part of why we watch a lot of anime movies because they're typically under two hours.
1: Yeah, I might have to add the thing to our list this month.
2: I know. I'm. I'm. I'm curious. Curious also.
0: I know Jess has seen it. We watched it when we first started dating. <laughs> How many years ago was yeah, that? Yeah, what seventeen years yes. ago? Yes, um, <laughs>
1: they're old guys.
2: <laughs> I'm not
1: thirty. All <laughs> oh, right, Skyler's wow. old.
0: I am old. Talking about his knees. As long as they're not bent backwards, I'm okay. He's got dog's knees.
2: <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I'm just looking through the the premise of the thing.
1: Yeah, I have to watch that.
0: I do want to say that Maybe
2: night.
1: Say watch party.
0: Antarctica is probably one of my like favorite settings for uh, landscape horror. Does that make sense? Because mm-hmm. I mean, it, you think of Antarctica, you think of big wide open spaces where stuff like this is possible, right? You know, you're it's snowing and you look out and you see something. And you're like, oh my, it's just my mind playing tricks on me. There's the- nothing out here
2: the majority of antarctica is just the unknown in general i mean it it, it allows for that entire style of
3: mm-hmm.
2: of anything could happen almost because it's so i mean so uninhabited.
0: well unknown i think is a good word for it and you know a majority of the countries in the world have treaties and stuff to where you're not allowed to be out there without permits and
1: like a professional have, guide or anything right. yes. like that. You yeah. have
2: to go there with a guide or a tour of some sort. You can't just show up. I mean, it'd be hard to just do that
0: anyway. I actually ran across a video on TikTok of people on a boat gunning it down to the Arctic and they got stopped. I can't, it was by one of the world governments, but. Mm-hmm. It was it was interesting.
1: People are dumb. I wouldn't feel safe going there on my own. Like, Absolutely not. Like, oh yeah, I'll just figure it out and fend for myself. Absolutely yeah. not. No. There no. there'd be no way. No. That's just asking for a major accident <laughs> or you dying or something. Absolutely. Yeah, no. No. I don't like the cold. yeah (laughs) obviously as you're wrapped up in two blankets right now my nose is actually still really cold not a fan
0: so how do you guys uh how do you feel about riley as uh, the main character in this book
1: okay so i don't i don't particularly think that i like third person writing because i don't think i feel as attached to the main character she was okay the next Akatar guitar book third person i know and i know it's just it's <laughs> not know my, fa- knew- it's, not know my fa- it's not my favorite it's not mine either i it's, get that i i don't feel as connected yeah i get that like i know she's like she's still talking about like her anxiety and things like that but i don't know it's just not my favorite style of writing
2: it almost feels like from an outsider's perspective yeah
1: yeah I get like that. i don't feel like i'm in there
2: I I can agree and I think that's a recent realization for me. Yeah. After being a reader my whole
1: life. Well, and I don't I feel I've... that way about everything. Just depends on the book. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I still don't I still think I would prefer first. Yeah. But definitely I think so too. But this one this one didn't hit for me as much as I would have liked it to because I enjoyed the story. I thought the storyline was decent. Um I also don't know if I'd ever pick it up and read it
0: again. Yeah. But it's the same conversation we had with Don't Let Her Stay though, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Well,
2: I mean, that's kind of that's I feel like that's kind of a thing in general with any sort of suspense media is once you consume that yeah, suspense media, you've you and you know what the suspense is about, and yeah, you complete you- that circle. So doing it again, you know what's coming. There isn't that anticipation. Yeah, I
1: think you said something similar with "Don't let her stay" too, because it was a very similar concept.
2: It's like, I mean, reading, like you already
1: know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, it doesn't mean you can't enjoy it, but it's it doesn't have necessarily the same impact,
1: right? That
2: it might have before.
1: Yeah, but Riley is a main character.
0: Meh. There, when they they left the station for the first time, and they're like, "We need to go to Arcturus," and Riley's like, "No, we need to go to the other one, uh, Leviathan." Mm. And and I looked at Jess. I I turned you my audibly. phone off. I looked at Jess. <laughs> I was like, "Well, that was the first and dumbest choice they could have made in this book." Yeah. <laughs> it's like this. That's where you lost me. Is you know. You're going somewhere with no human presence to find a radio when you can go to the other station, which probably has a radio.
1: I just feel That's, like it was one of those, because I was thinking like, you know, like that commercial where it's like choose the running car or go run and hide behind the hanging chainsaws. Have you seen that commercial? Yeah, it's a. It's and a, they're like, no, let's go hide behind all the running chainsaws, not the running car.
2: It's like the quote-unquote
1: white person in the horror movie that always makes the dumbest choice, <laughs> right? Or the girl that always runs upstairs and hides in the closet or something like that. Yeah.
2: As far as Riley goes, like I didn't mind her as the MC in general. The only things that like bothered me, because I don't feel like they... Connected and makes made sense within her personality was with how much of an anxious person she is and how um, how much she questions things and second guesses things and like understands that like with how her mind is and and questions her perspective on things like as soon as like we have the first issue which is Greta and then girl starts climbing through vents i'm like yeah right like nobody the same thing. with that kind of anxiety that amount of panic attacks that much um questioning of the reality is going to be climbing through the fucking vents
1: well let alone no let alone her thinking process when you were going through all that with her she was totally calm and composed yeah it didn't make any sense the entire thing and she was just like oh well this grate has a lot of blood on it she must have gone through here and i was like you're Why not, are you continuing to move forward?
2: And you're not even acting like you're, like, there are different situations where she starts to be overcome with panic mm-hmm. and, and, and starts to have, like, the beginning of an attack. And, like, this is not one of them? Yeah. How does that make any sense? So, even for, like, somebody with a sound state of mind that doesn't have to deal with that on the regular is still gonna be kind of freaking out going through that. I don't see anybody like, is, and she's a child.
1: I can Girl's honestly, what seventeen? I can honestly say twenty-seven. I've never crawled through a vent to find somebody that absolutely had a, not had a morphed body.
2: You ever crawled through a vent at all? No. The, yeah, exactly.
1: No, no. Let alone someone that tried to kill me. Well, and just and, saying,
2: and I can, you know, probably not everybody that has an anxiety disorder. Or panic attacks, or things like that. But I bet quite a few of them also are going to exhibit that in a claustrophobic environment. So, like, one, we're chasing monsters that, like, are, you know, warping reality, warping your own sense of reality, along with being in a combined space and, and we're chill. No.
1: Yeah, she straight up turned into. Unbelievable. Link in the vampire hunter. She was ready to go. <laughs> Have you seen that? So good,
2: like Abraham Lincoln, the Vampire Hunter.
1: Yeah, man.
2: Yes, we saw it in
1: theaters. So good. Anyway, so good. Anyway. Oh, I think
2: we have. She the was book. ready to
1: go. She was ready.
2: We got the book somewhere up around here, man. We could have read that this
1: month too. You know, we can bleed into November a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, there we go.
0: Um, we should read that book
1: though. I, I'm down. I, I have not right. read. I have not read it. Right
0: there. Okay. Okay. My. Uh... My thing with this section is my brain immediately went, Riley's making up this story. She killed everybody at that station. I was like, that would be a nice twist on the end of this book.
1: I love that you try so hard to think outside the box. <laughs> do. Every like, single really do. book. It's so cute <laughs> because I went through it and I was just like well duh like something took over her body yeah we're not making that connection okay 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 yeah yeah mhm <coughs> i and I'm just, just like let's go along a little bit longer a little bit longer mm mm-hmm. mhm yep oh she's actually dead yep saw that one saw that one coming
2: to me at least like it the the way that it happened and the the way that it the 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 infection the infiltration the the creature whatever behaves at least all that was like
1: yeah the details of new-ish it newish to me the details of it was nice yeah
2: that i those are the things i wasn't expecting like i could see the way that it probably yeah. would
1: progress
0: but you're cute <laughs> i just you're cute i'm the m night shamama son of this group <laughs> right i want the twist i want i want to be shocked at the end of a book
1: what if that was, like, the one of the last sentences of the book, and you're just like, what the fuck?
0: Well, it's better than the last sentence of the book is now.
2: <laughs> well, we know how he feels about the end. <laughs> well. <laughs> but so, you know, so we're going through. And, you know, there's Greta. And then during an altercation with Greta slash creature, it ends up, what, eating Nelson? Yeah. Or, no, uh, no,
1: it was Asha. It was, yeah. Nelson, well, no. Nelson was next. Nelson
2: was next, but he wasn't eaten. He was grabbed and broken okay. and forced through a vent.
0: So they went to Asha's room. So cool. <laughs> and Asha shows back up after disappearing for a section of the book and sits down and is talking to Nelson. Oh, you're and right. And then she...
2: Asha is next.
0: She warps or whatever you call it.
2: Asha was the approved chaperone of this group of young adults. And you're right. They, they're, they all, what, um, barricade themselves in Asha's room looking for a way to contact someone on, like, the, the mainland or something. And um, she ends up coming in finding them and eventually acting a little weird and then they can tell obviously that she's been taken over as well
0: and then she kills Nelson
2: then she kills Nelson
0: and what is probably the most (gasps) gruesome death in this in the book right Uh, uh, I
1: feel like I've seen something like that from a movie but uh, I can't think about what movie that was
2: that was easily picturable
0: it was cool just, it was a the, very good like, description you can hear that sound
2: I,
1: yeah
0: of your of something too tight fitting <laughs> through a space that's too small it literally <laughs> sends
1: a shiver up my spine like grosses me out uh, yes i it's interesting
2: i don't think i would have liked this as an audiobook
1: Ooh, Ooh a graphic,
0: graphic audio, audio.
2: Um, emphasis on graphic
0: with those sounds in the background. Oh,
3: Absolutely,
2: <laughs> nope. If you're gonna do that, you might as well just make a movie.
0: It is already it a movie,
2: <laughs> but does it have those sounds?
0: Yeah,
3: <sighs>
1: okay. Maybe I won't watch, watch
2: me it. covering my eyes at the watch party and my ears.
1: <laughs> the sounds are what gets me, honestly.
2: It's visuals for me. Is it?
1: Mm-hmm. No, it's the sounds for me. Mm -mm. When it's stuff like that, like, when it's, like, gory horror, it's always the sounds for me. But if it's, like, you know, the typical, like, jump scare stuff, I know that when the sound cuts out, something's going to happen. I know. Do you like jump scare movies? Uh, Nick and I are going through the Insidious movies right now. And uh, Chapter 2 is my favorite.
0: I'm the first guess. one's the one with red face, right?
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: I think I tried to watch Insidious. I okay. And it didn't happen. But
1: this is me cuz I don't watch him for the jump scare aspect. I like Chapter 2 because the storyline is better. I know nothing about. Yeah. Any of them. I just It connects it a lot more to movie 1 and I like it a lot better.
0: They follow it follows the uh the couple, the they were really into the paranormal stuff in like the 70s and 80s. What are their names?
1: The Warrens? The Warrens. based off real people? Yeah. That's The Conjuring.
0: Oh, I thought Insidious followed them, too. Mm -hmm.
1: No, so The Conjuring, the first one, is with the witch, Bathsheba, that takes over the mom's body. She was like, Mm -hmm. backstory, like hung herself from a tree after she sacrificed her weak old son or whatever to the devil. So she was haunting the house and takes over Conjuring 2, I think that's like another case where they're in, there's one where they're in England. I don't remember if that's two or three. I, I but watch. then they have like so many spinoffs of it because then there's like The Nun, which is a spinoff of The Conjuring. Annabelle. Annabelle, which is a spinoff of The Conjuring, which is actually a real doll, by the way.
0: Yeah, go check out the it's a Paranormal. They did a, a whole episode on Annabelle.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all those movies are based on true stories in The Conjuring. Insidious is fictional. There you go. But Nick really loves Conjuring too.
0: Uh, Not The Conjuring 2, but he loves the series also, The Conjuring.
1: Yes. Yeah, but we're going through Insidious right now. I enjoy Insidious.
2: Well, I don't yeah. subject myself to jump scares because I don't enjoy it. <laughs>
1: well, I like watch through my fingers. I'm one of those people. I...
2: I can maybe enjoy like a good suspense, a good thriller. Like, can I tell you? I when... can maybe enjoy something to like creep me out. But like, I find jump scares to me are like beer. I know I don't like them, so why would I subject myself to them? I mean, that's what I just said. That's but what like, I just said earlier about beer. But it's so, but like... honestly,
1: speaking of sounds like creeping me out because it sounds for me. I can't do the exorcist because at the end, when she's completely possessed and she does that thing where she spins her neck mm. all the oh, way around. Oh, does it around, crack? Yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. Never and she like it. comes up in the air and her body like it's twisting a oh, weird it... way. I can't do it. It freaks me you out. You've been to a chiropractor? No, actually. I've never been to a, <laughs> a chiropractor. Don't like it. My, my help. No. Get and honestly, your... every time like Roy is over there cracking people's necks, freaks me out. Mm. It freaks me out. But even like Fair. The Exorcist, and she looks all like. Granted, I know it's an older movie, Ugh. and I know they just remade it, but I refuse to watch it. But in the older one, she looks creepy too. It's the it's visuals like for me. That, that, no,
2: I don't want to. I don't want to see that. And then it happened to be the next the next night that I have a lucid dream, and that's who's standing in the corner of my room. Mm-mm. Fuck that.
1: Can't I, do it. I, I can't <laughs> do that.
0: Linda she can't Blair do visuals. can come visit us anytime. She I don't know <laughs> who that is, and I don't <laughs> Sorry, want to know. <laughs> Linda Blair's the girl who played...
2: I can't believe you said that. <laughs> I, I don't know movies, guys.
0: She played the original girl in The Exorcist. Oh. No. She's like horror icon, really.
1: It's just... it's the But it's, it's honestly... The ring. Ah, yeah, good one. Oh, that's a good movie. No, yeah. it's not. Ugh. But it's the neck twisting in that movie. I can't do the sounds. I can't do it.
0: Mine was the... Uh, the uh, pea green... Puke puke Mm. where she just sprays it yeah yeah
1: Yeah. or movies that like could actually like be a thing absolutely not like the strangers can't do it no the hills have eyes yeah can't oh my gosh that movie fucked me up like there Mm -mm. there's a scene in the strangers that to this day. Like, it's seriously, if I think about it too long, I will have nightmares. Didn't you just talk about The Strangers?
0: Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's one of my favorite yeah. horror movies. It's, it's and you said freaks, I saw it. I don't remember. Him. It
1: freaks me out. But there's this scene where he goes out to his car and he looks down the street and there's someone standing under a street lamp just in a mask just staring at him with, no. their, ha- with their head tilted. <laughs> and it's just three people that were just like, oh, you were home. No. Yep. Are you kidding me? Like, I have goosebumps right now because yes, I'm just same. like... People are literally that crazy that that could happen. And then they were just off in a cabin with no cell service because they wanted to get away from technology, Ugh. and so they had no access to call for help, and they're getting terrorized by these three people that they just don't know. I
0: can't. You do know that's based on a true story, Yes, right? I 100% okay. know it's oh based god, on a true story. Oh my god, I can't handle things like this. <laughs>
1: <Yeah. And then coughs> don't they made, catch me in Appalachia ever. And then they made like two more movies after the first one that are also based on true stories. No. Of people just doing whatever the fuck they want because they're like oh yeah because we can no no <laughs> like and so that stuff also freaks me out <laughs> well yeah because that's just that is
2: that could be reality
1: like i'm goosebumps I no. can't hear out. Like, I'm just...
0: <laughs> anyway let's get back and let's get back on this what we were book.
2: talking about this this is books over we can talk about spooky things all we want um <laughs> we just finished up where Nelson was crunched into a smaller shape than he should have been,
1: and oh, yes. forced through a vent. That probably happened in the Hills Have Eyes.
2: <sighs> oh, what a gross
0: movie! Talk about talk about body horror!
2: Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> so Nelson, oh. Nelson dies. They rush out of the the room, and.
2: Yeah, because Asha to... scuttles up after him, essentially.
0: Scuttles, what a good word! You know what that reminds me of? Speaking it. of horror movies, is the grandma in uh, uh, the movie? Oh, the it's the end of the world's get Dennis Quaid in it. I don't know.
2: Oh no, I, that that one I I'm know. not going to be helpful with You'll, a movie. The, guess. the second
0: I say it. Dennis Quaid, huh? (coughs) It's not the day after
2: tomorrow. That's what I was going to ask you.
0: (laughs) Mm, Legion? There you go. Legion. The grandma crawling up the wall. I've never seen that.
2: What did you... Insidious. I didn't... I was wrong. I didn't try to watch that. I tried to watch Legion when it came out. Because don't they have like similar pictures... As the,
1: I don't know. I've never seen Legion. Legion is like like,
2: cover. Legion. I tried to watch when it came out, and I got very slightly into the movie, and it's already, it's already too nope for me. I think at that point, so I never finished it. Visually, I heard the rest of the movie while other people watched it.
0: It's a, it's a rapture movie.
1: Okay, but,
2: but that gets scuttly bones in that movie.
0: Oh, it's, I mean, they're, the visuals in that movie itself are it's, very interesting. It's body horror. It is. <clears throat> yeah.
1: <laughs> like Saw.
0: <laughs> nope. Nope, nope, nope.
1: I don't, I don't know anything about that either. Which one? One through ten. There's a million. <laughs> Any of them. They say they just came out with Saw ten. All of the above. Yeah. anyway there's this one scene where he's like shackled and he has to like cut off his own foot to get out
0: that's the first one right with carrie oh always my
1: god i would just die <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. for real though i mean there's this one where like there's like I, don't even, I think they're, like, in, like, a big, like, box on their head or something like that. But then, like, to get a key out or get something that they need. These could be two separate, separate contraptions. But they have to, like, stick their hand in there. And, like, the edges of the box to stick your hand in are razor blades. So then you, like, go all the way in. And then you got to figure out how to, like, get your hand out.
0: And it's just, like, right on the wrist. It's gruesome. I'm not, I'm not into, the, uh... I think I'm going to call it torture, or I don't know what I think what I only really watched the first
1: but. two, and then I kind of fell out of it. But it's just one dude. Well, it's a lot of people, actually, but it's a whole thing.
0: It's not my thing.
1: No. Yeah, it's weird. the The stuff the guy comes up with, though, is... Creative is the word I'm going to use. That's just gore. That's just gore. Mm-hmm.
0: Honestly. Anyway. Anyway.
1: No. Sleepy Hollow, Johnny Depp. Anybody? Good movie. Good
0: movie. <laughs> very good movie.
1: It's so good. I watch it all the time. You would like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's honestly not that bad. Oh, okay. It's
0: it's very like gothic. Campy. Um story driven.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Very very mild. Gore, anything. Yeah, yeah, it's good. You, nice. I, but yeah, it is very dark and gloomy. You'd like it, which I guess is the whole theme: <laughs> dark and gloomy.
2: <laughs> it's me. one of my. It's one
1: of my favorite Johnny Depp movies, actually. Christina ritchie
2: Oh, I love her mm-hmm. so much. It's like
1: early Christina Ricci. Yeah. I love her so much. Not as early as Casper, but yeah. Fair. Yeah. Anyway, whole new podcast.
2: we already have one that covers movies so we're essentially going through and and you can tell at this point the way that the the way that a section of the story is going to move is essentially it's going to pick them off one by one we can all tell that this is how it's going to be we just don't really know how it's going to happen right we're all kind of along that same brain
1: yeah I had after those two, I had no idea what was going to happen next. No,
2: I mean, you you know that it's it's going to be like the others will be succumbing to it somehow. Um, I think we get a little bit of a reprieve after Asha and Nelson, though.
0: For yeah, a the, section
2: of time,
0: the story really moves to focus on. It was day, right? Day sung because at one point they're like well and Nelson's talking to Riley through the vents and he's like, well I'm really far away so they start trying to like break down walls and
2: yeah they Riley at least and I think the others have kind of figured out at this point that that this creature has t- like takes over the bodies but they wonder how long the full takeover takes to happen because they know they're like at some point it happened to Greta but she was normal for a while Mm -hmm. until she wasn't and then the same with Asha where she was normal for a while and they kind of got a period of time figured out at that point where it's like she was definitely normal and then she was gone for a while apparently looking for something and when she got back she still seemed normal until she quite wasn't mm-hmm. and so they're just they're kind of wondering how how the absorption or whatever works of you know from this creature and the the, the people that it eats and um yeah so they're they're barricading themselves up in the common room and taking watch um they're each taking watch so they can all get sleep. Luke took the first watch and everything was good. And then he went to sleep and it was Riley's turn. And Riley, of course, you know, our MC, we uh, know that of course something's going to happen during her watch. And so she hears Nelson talking, sounding like normal.
1: I'm just saying I'd be real skeptical of the people that I'm blocking myself in a room with like hey i don't know if you're infected right and it's like okay but it wasn't even like a thought
2: <laughs> and again with her anxiety disorder okay you're just straight up gonna hear nelson after you saw all of that mm-hmm. you saw his body do that and you're gonna be like oh let me just follow oh nelson let me follow you down this dark hallway to see where you're at oh, you're coming from a vent? Let me lean down there real close and talk to you like normal. What? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't make sense. I'm too yeah. logical for this. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Just saying.
0: It's it's interesting because like the way that... that nelson speaks to her during this section makes me wonder if like all the consciousnesses live inside this being at all times so you know he's speaking and he's like you know is it actually him is it just the beast trying to confuse her and we never really get like a like a true answer to
2: no we don't
0: To it, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, they they she encounters that a, a couple more times, she encounters that, and um, I still don't it, it really could be interpreted either way, and I don't think we ever got any closure on mm-hmm.
0: that. Mm. So, anyway, they um, Nelson speaks to her, and they end up finding out that they think there are hidden tunnels where. Slate has been drilling to try to get down into Lake Vostok, which, if you don't know, is a giant under underground lake in Antarctica. It's actually a real place. And Day tries to break down a wall and gets pinched, pincered in the in the wall. I this this part kind of lost me because I was like, I don't, I didn't quite understand the events it just it, it seemed like it happened so quick
2: this was another point that i thought wasn't i mean even within the 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 fantasy story i didn't think that it or the fictional story the it made a whole lot of sense cuz i'm like why why would you why would you just like ram into it a bunch with your shoulder and then when you do that how is it how are how are the physics of that material really going to do exactly what it said in it just didn't make a whole lot of sense to me the way that this part was laid out
0: yeah i'm I'm right there with you
2: but i mean so he essentially rammed his shoulder a bunch into the metal of the wall and the material gave enough for him to get in there but then was strong enough to pinch him between the flexed in piece and the piece still where it should be and ripped a giant hole in his shoulder because they couldn't get him out and had to like yank him out yeah it just didn't i don't know i thought that part could have maybe been done a little better if they wanted to get him injured like if if she she needed to have him injured for the storyline I think that that could have been fleshed out a little differently to make it
1: make more sense yeah I think that that was a big one of my biggest issues is there's just a lot of inconsistencies like not only with like the storytelling but like we've talked about like character traits that just don't Mm -hmm. line up Mm mm-hmm with what is being described.
2: Well, yeah, because Daesung was supp- supposedly very logical and very... I was very... going to say, and
1: it's not just rightly, Yeah. So, I don't know. It was just things like that. And, like, it just keeps going throughout the entire story. And mm-hmm. I'm just kind of... I gotcha.
0: I, I swear to God. I had a lot of I Riley animals. made up this whole story. She killed everybody.
1: <laughs> Stop. There's a page missing from the book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just had a lot of eye rolls at times, and I was just like, "Okay, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Like, here
0: we go." You know, we we talk a lot about tropes within media on this podcast, and I mean that it's just a horror movie trope that dumb decisions are made. The writing, I feel like, just has a lack of common sense,
2: and I get the the argument that you could make where in an insane situation like this, not everybody would be behaving as they normally do, or making decisions as they normally would, or, you know, acting in their typical fashion. But that there's, there's kind of like, a limit to that (laughs) but i mean
0: it's it's the same argument we made earlier right it's do you hide behind the wall of chainsaws or do you get in the car and leave and they had plenty of opportunities to jump on those snowmobiles and just go and they never took it and by the time they're like oh it's time to go a storm rolls in. of course it is of course course it does what a coincidence and it's like to me I want want a horror book where common sense triumph.
2: They all make logical choices, so then you don't actually have any sort of plot that happens. It's just like, oh, here, here's the suspense. Oh, wait, let's make good choices. All right, we're done. It's the end of the day. We can sleep normal. Bye. That doesn't
0: sell, Skylar. This thing's been frozen for (laughs) how many thousands of years at the bottom of Antarctica? (laughs) I bet it doesn't like fire. I mean, it's just, you know. Yeah. Nothing likes fire. Fire kills everything. Let's burn it. I would be great in a horror movie.
1: Man of reason. Right there. Man of something.
0: Fire. Man of fire. (laughs) So go go on your
1: tangent about the end of this book.
0: Okay. So let me start off by saying I like this book. I liked it a lot. I mean, it was an easy read. Allison Ames did a fantastic job with descriptions, landscape. I I, I liked the characters. I mean, for the most part, I found them really relatable. The descriptors in this book were fantastic. Mm-hmm. The end of this book. And I I'm not a big cliffhanger guy. I never have been. It's just not it's not my favorite thing on the planet. You want your stories wrapped up, right? Unless you I know going into it that there's going to be a part two or a part three, which I think this this book would make a great series going forward. But of course, the end of the book ends with uh, Riley dying because
2: riley being consumed right essentially being taken over
0: because she gets back uh and slade pays off the authorities and they drug her they're probably his yeah i wouldn't doubt it Mm -hmm. and she dies on the floor and then the last paragraph is but riley opens her eyes and they're all black and i'm like god damn it what the why why do we just leave it open. I don't care that she opens her eyes and she's possessed. Can I,
2: can I make a little point here? That's not super related to your main point, but you just pointed out how I said point a whole lot right
1: there. (laughs) Point, point, point.
2: (laughs) You just mentioned how, you know, the, um, the owner of Tech paid off the authorities and, or, you know, or that's all of them, you know, are, are, by his corporation can i just point out that that riley and this group go on a research trip arranged arranged by a billionaire who has rockets that go to space and companies that go to antarctica and makes electric cars and the name of the owner is anton rusk anton rusk elon musk We've got like the same person here.
0: Like, you can't tell me. It took me way too long to make that correlation. Oh my
2: gosh. That was like one of the first things. As soon as I heard that name, I was like, what are we doing here? You know what what I thought? You didn't
1: even even try to change the name. You know what I thought was also dumb? Is that (coughs) this man who's heading up this research, whatever, has all this money has to bring in teenagers to take samples for him and all they had to do to get in was to write a letter. Well, I mean, I think they kind of covered that. But it wasn't extensive. Like that there's no way that's realistic. True, true. The the that's believability I, is yeah, not there. that's what I'm saying. Is like, no. I would I be get what you're I would be sus. No parent would I would not let my kid go. Oh, absolutely. I to Antarctica for a week. You had to
2: write a letter, and you had to pay. Yeah, an application fee. No, absolutely not.
1: I just thought that was dumb. Yeah. Anyway,
2: no, 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 I get that.
1: On top of having this man that has all this money and needs teenagers to take samples for him, but whatever, <laughs> doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think I'm this whole... with you, I get it. You
2: keep referencing like the thing and stuff. This whole book has like X Files vibes to me.
0: I've never seen the X-Files. It's been a long time since I've seen the X-Files.
2: It's been a long time also since I've seen the X-Files, but,
1: like... I know the theme song. Uh (laughs) That's about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't... The end of this book... I mean, it wasn't a book killer for me, but... I just... I don't like... Yeah. I don't like it.
2: Well, and it's, like, almost at the end of this book when, when... It's it's just Riley and Luke left at this point, or Riley and Luke and Ilsey. Ilsie. left at this point, and um.
0: By the way, uh, Day. Day Sung. He essentially goes septic and dies, and then they He's figure out over. that he was infected. Yeah. So
2: but so what a terrible way to die for real yeah no oh, joke that gosh. dude
0: suffered
2: absolutely well and then so they have Elsie stay with Daesung cause it was kinda her fault and um Riley and Luke take off to go try and make it to what was the station start with an A Arcturus Arcturus um and they end up getting separated and I at that point was like well I know he's gonna make it to the end. Like, somehow, for some like for some reason, they're gonna get separated, but she's gonna think he died and he's gonna somehow make it to the end. And lo and behold, you know, she ends up going back and Sung has died and then Ilse ends up sacrificing herself and um, you know, you get to you get to your end point that you don't like and, and we do find out that Luke survived. didn't really make much of a difference
0: no and (laughs) i mean pick up and read this book guys i mean it's definitely worth the read and there there are a lot of little details throughout the story that we obviously don't touch on Mm -hmm. that that i mean make the ending make more sense
2: well it makes the whole the whole thing worth it honestly the little bits in there just a little bits of
0: description and info
1: the tie-ins were good Mm mm-hmm
0: but, I mean, the fact that we, we never found out how how the monster infected people. And, you know, they they spend quite a bit of time kind of talking about it. They're like, is it spore? Is it blood? Is it...
2: Keep in mind, this is also 17-year-olds. Right.
0: And then, I mean... These are little babies. We know that I have perspective issues when it comes to books. So,
2: <laughs> So, do you have any more... Comments, things you want to touch on, points you liked or didn't like. Anything about anything else about this thriller standalone?
1: Nope. I don't think so. Said my piece. Yeah. Well, what do you rate it?
0: I'm going to give it a four. Amanda, three.
2: I was kind of leaning toward a solid four as well. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think for a quick little thriller read, it was totally worth it.
0: it it's a good, it's a good, semi spooky book for if you're looking for a book for October.
2: So, Yeah, just a a hint of suspense.
1: Definitely. I'm not a big sci-fi reader, so... I'm not either. Yeah, not my favorite. Yeah, I get
0: that. It's definitely one of those things I haven't had a chance to delve super heavy into Mm -hmm. yet. So.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Cool. Awesome. Well, that is our last book in our normal lineup um, for Booktober but we do have one more kids book that'll be coming on so we'll begin with our, our kiddos for a Halloween slash spooky book with them next week mm-hmm. that'll wrap up our month
1: I think that in November we should do like booksgiving where we actually find a book where it's just where they become friends,
0: yeah, there's the, no like we talked about there's in one no of
1: the... enemy to lovers, friends to lovers it's just friends, <laughs>
2: <laughs> just friends, and they were, and they are, and that's how they will be,
1: <laughs> yes, uh, they go through some type of trial together, but they get over it, and they come out stronger as friends. <laughs> I love that for them. (laughs) Right. We need to find it. (laughs) Email us with your recommendations. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. What's that email, Sky?
0: That is E-C-O-B-A-B podcast at gmail.com. What's that stand for? A Court of Books and Booze.
2: Podcast. Yep. At gmail.com. All right. All right.
0: All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to A Court of Books and Booze. That was... Our discussion for It Looks Like Us by Allison Ames. If you like what you heard and you heard what you liked, email us at acobabpodcast at gmail.com. A-C-O-B-A-B podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Also, make sure to check out the Golden Mojo Entertainment website. That's goldenmojoent.com. Learn a little bit more about all the podcasts. That includes The Call Guys, Golden Image Podcast, The United States of Paranormal, Golden 80s, Indiana Chiefs fans, Murd Nerds, and us.
2: Just as another note, after the end of October, we will be going on a little bit of a hiatus with Milk and Cookies. Because for all of November and the majority of December, we will be covering the Accord of Thorns and Roses series.
0: Yeah, and keep in mind, guys, with this series, it is we recorded it um, a little while ago. A little while ago. So any any topics we talk about at the beginning of the first parts of these books,
2: maybe a little bit of a weird reference, right?
0: So.
1: They're straight up not going to make sense. Yeah. It won't be too, too
0: bad. <laughs> but we are going to do them in parts because the episodes are so freaking long.
2: Nearly um, nearly each book, at least one through three and then five, will all be two-parters. Book four is going to just be a single. We'll be good with that. Um, but that will go through the majority of December. Um, and then our last episode of December is we might do something holiday like we'll see. We'll we'll get there when we get there.
1: We just but, had a lot of things to say. So more content for you. Enough. There you go.
2: So it's exciting. So everybody that mentioned they were looking forward to us covering Akatar, it's not long now and and we'll be covering that. So something to look forward to. I'm looking forward
0: to it.
1: I don't even remember what I said. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's been it's been a hot minute. All right, guys. No, nope. thanks for listening.
2: Read with you later.